You're now listening to the Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Podcast. Welcome back to another episode, another edition of the NASCAR race recap. The Yellowwood 500, Talladega, Alabama, had one of the wildest weekends of all time. Insane finishes, first-time winners, money in pocket, just a lot of good things to unpack, a lot of amazing events that went down over the weekend. We're going to talk a little bit about our, uh, our our tail greeter and Hooters event. Talk a little bit about just uh, the wildness, having uh, having big baby scumbag out at a race, doing some other cool things, and just uh, the the total vibe of the race. But uh, definitely got to kick it off. Just talking a little bit about the race first, as always. Uh, Dale Tanhart, Dale, Dale, what you're up? here. You stayed an extra night in Talladega. Was it pretty wet? Oh man, we. Uh... Like you said, wild weekend. Um, I got really, really drunk on a Saturday night, so <laughs> I did not participate in any drinking on Sunday. Everybody around us was trying to drink and go out, even though it was raining, uh, starting at like 9 p.m. Me and Big Baby had to get up around 3. I had to take him over to the airport, uh, 3.34 a.m., so it was pouring down at that time. It was super wet, super muddy. I almost got my car stuck in the mud when I was leaving, actually. But Oof. luckily, I'm a I'm an expert driver, and I figured out how to navigate around that. But regarding the weekend, man, it was it was wild. It was absolutely wild. Great finishes, some controversial, maybe conspiracy type shit that some people are gonna say about, especially the Cup race, even maybe the Xfinity race. Truck race was absolute pandemonium. And uh, the rain, the rain kind of fucked us, but we enjoyed a good half race on Monday. So congrats yeah. to Bubba Wallace, Denny Hamlin, Michael Jordan, a fucking massive, massive win for those guys. So it was cool. It was a great week. It was a massive win for Garage Guys as a whole as well. Got got the bet in. We got we got the we got the bet in on Bubba through through a half of you on him and uh he prevailed also was a driver on the nascar dfs preview show this week that we did so it was uh it, i would say that's a it's a big dub for a lot of reasons probably not a big dub for your vehicle with all the red clay that's probably in it or my um, wallet i got wrecked this weekend i i got <laughs> swept I, we had this sometimes i do the sweeping this weekend talladega swept dale um, I gotta see my overall damage. It's pro- I probably lost ten units on the weekend. So well, I, I try to. I'll try to recoup them. I think I might have recouped that on my end. So yeah, we, if, we if maybe you even. your unit count, you had like a half unit to win, like uh, like twelve and a half or something. So so yeah, so, I mean, so we're okay. I'll just I'll give you some units. Yeah, big shout out to Chase for getting for picking Bubba Wallace, man. I just man, I, he's been good at the super speedways, but it just never has come together. Uh, it's been Talladega in the fall has been land of the Fords. And uh, with the exception of Denny Hamlin winning last year, Ford has been so dominant here. And they really were today. Uh, Pen- Team Penske was up front all day long. Blaney, Logano, and Kaz hung out the front. 
Obviously, Blaney and or uh, Logano and Kez finished second and third, or Kez finished second, Logano finished third. Two of my picks, so yeah, I got to break out the bleach in the middle of this call because both my picks finished second and third, and I lost, I lost my wallet, I lost everything in it. So besides that, it was great. Yeah, (laughs) but at least we swept collectively. We swept Dega. Yeah, it's not a bad deal at all. So we definitely gonna we'll talk a little bit about uh, the truck. In Xfinity races, you had Tate Fogelman won the truck race. You got to be in victory lane for that, which was pretty Tate awesome. Fogelman. Like, so, so what's the what's, what is his story with Tate Fogelman, the, the goat? I saw you post something about that over the weekend. And, and for the listeners, too, and I, I wanted to just let you guys know that uh, Dale and I both, we, we were definitely together uh, the majority of the time. Uh, the truck race, we definitely we were, we were split up a little bit. I was spending some family time with the wife and, and the little homie. And so Dale kind of went off on his report touring. So he started report touring and I saw him through a fence uh, in Victory Lane report touring for the truck race. Dale, uh, uh, back to you, Dale. Tell us about the report touring of the truck race. Yeah. So um, NASCAR and Fox kind of kind of shit the bed on providing extra coverage at the end of that truck race. There's no surprise there. Uh, Eric Todd Jones, uh, one of the pit crew guys we know very well, who uh, I had some beverages with on the boulevard Saturday night. We got pretty lit. Um, he was working on the Tate Fogelman crew for Young's Motorsports. Um, and uh, obviously an unbelievable win, just crash after crash after crash. Fogelman's got a beat-up truck. And uh, coming to the line, it's him and John Hunter Nemechek. They collide. Nemechek spins out. Fogelman comes to the line, edging out Tyler Hill, and they both crash, coming to the finish line. And then Fogelman wins uh, plus 10,000 on most books. Ooh. I think DraftKings may have a plus 20,000. I mean, that is just an unbelievably remarkable win. So, um, obviously, his team was hype. Uh, going to victory lane was pretty cool. It was pretty weird because the truck wasn't there. Uh, the team was going berserk. Tate Fogelman's in the infield care center, making sure he's all good. And then a tow truck comes up and drops off the truck and then Eric and all the guys go out there and roll it in. Uh, and then Tate finally shows up and, uh, it was a cool celebration. I mean, Tate, I don't know much about Tate Fogelman. I'd love to talk to him now though. I'd love to talk to him. I did DM Tate. I uh, have not heard a response back from him, but, okay. um, he seemed pretty reserved for, for a kid that just won his first race, uh, in an unbelievable fashion, taking out the head honcho of the truck series right now, which is Nemechek. Uh, just a just a storybook ending for uh, that guy who's had and that team in general who's been very inconsistent this year had a lot of wrecks a lot of mechanical electrical failures that have taken them out of races when they've had decent speed so the truck race is awesome man I'm so happy for those guys I love seeing a good underdog win even if uh, it hurts my wallet you know it's good. It's better to see guys like that win than like another favorite. So yeah, you you essentially wanna, essentially you paid for it. Yeah, for sure, right? Like I was going, <laughs> I was hype at the end of that race, even though I knew I had Ben Rhodes who was leading on the last lap and then wrecked. Um, one of many that wrecked, and I was still hype about it because I was like, "Holy fuck, dude! Tate Fogelman, Tate fucking Fogelman, TFF, TFF, TFF. just just nailed one, huge win at Talladega." It actually was a fourth year in a row that somebody in the Talladega race and the truck series got their first ever win. Really didn't think it would happen again this year. I was wrong. But um, 
Yeah, I need to, we need to learn more about this guy. I mean, he that's an unbelievable win. He took out the head honcho to get it done, dude. He's so, got a cool name. He's got some nuts on him to take out Nemechek to get that win. Tate Fogelman, big ball guy. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. He's definitely got a cool name. He's got a name that separates him from from the masses of, of the other truck drivers. I don't we, know. I think his name sounds like the most like uh, rich white kid, like high, like private school name I've ever heard in my life. Sounds really like a kid that came out of a cave in Ireland, and he just decided he wanted to be a a, a, a truck driver, like a race race. Well, maybe he told his parents he wanted to be a truck driver, like he wanted to drive eighteen wheelers but they thought he meant like race trucks. So they I don't want to dad. I don't want to go to private school anymore. I want to go race. I want to race trucks. Maybe that's right. what he said. Maybe that's what happened. Maybe he, he was in a private school in Ireland. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. So, so we'll, we'll, we'll ask him those kind of questions. I have a good feeling that we may get him for a garage talk. So, and, and you can, you can get the reportory and continue your journey into reportoring. Yeah. Uh, let's face it. I, I put some shit out on Twitter um post-race and had more coverage than fucking nascar on fox did like just put me just put me on let me have my own channel that goes on cable that's right can, i would watch dale Tanhart's race like night in america there you go yeah let me just let me take over the truck series there let it me, is just let me take it over I'll, I'll i'll bring it to the top everybody knows that all right truck reporter we have a new reporter you you just became one give a little round of applause you're here. I'm proud of you for that Thank one. Thank you, everybody. Uh, moving to Xfinity, uh, so we didn't – I didn't get to stay for the entire Xfinity race. It started out – I basically, like, the way that the Xfinity race worked for me was like a blur. We were down there, uh, definitely got to see a couple of guys before they took off. Uh, we were we were kind of, like, in a rush to get in, and I, I don't know it's, – it's so bad that I can't really remember, like, if – if oh yeah okay so i remember now so we were there i was i took my wife and my son to the tram so they could go watch the race from the stands i stayed down with with uh with baby we were down there like on the grid or whatever we were gonna go say what's up to noah before the race started off uh so i could make the introduction with baby and noah got to do that it was real quick um, and then did the national, the national anthem and everything in Justin Haley's, uh, line on the grid, saw, uh, Chris Rice with baby. So we were just kind of standing there, uh, chatted with him for a sec, did that. And then as soon as that was done, race kind of picked up and then I got baby linked up with Andrew and his crew from channel five. And then I went and got on the tram headed back by the time I got up there. Um, it was getting close, I think stage two. So most of the race for me was kind of just like, I was more just there with my son, enjoying a couple of cars going by, got to see Noah up front a little bit, was really rooting for that. And then as soon as I went to leave, we had to leave a little early to get out before the traffic got bad. I literally watched Noah Gregson wrecking right in front of me in turn three, as I'm going out of the tunnel and Emery was just in awe because he had never like seen like a wreck like that. And he's in the back seat, just losing his shit. Just like, whoa, just like screaming. And then I look up and then right there in front of me, there just goes Gregson in the nine, just, just getting shit rolled across yeah. the track. Um, that was a vicious hit, dude. And it he was. was out, he was out on the boulevard hanging out with fans later that night too. So, I mean, it's just incredible. The Shout out to NASCAR and, and safety. 
Oh, my God. That was an unbelievable hit. And then he got hit again by another car. He was out hanging out with fans, interacting on the boulevard later that night. I mean, that just – what a testament to the safety of NASCAR. It's just – it truly is unbelievable to see what these guys walk away from. Yeah, that's when we were heading back to the uh, the tailgate. So, we finished that race at the tailgate. So, that's when we were starting with tailgreeter. Big shout-out to tailgreeter. Big shout-out to Hooters. Before we even dig into the end of that race and, and talk a little bit more um, about uh, the rest of the weekend – just go ahead and just say it, say it right now. Just shout out to Hooters right now. If you go to Hooters to go.com or you download the Hooters app, use promo code garage guys. You're going to save $10 off any order $30 or more when getting something to go or carry out. That's $10 that you could use for anything. That's $10 you could use at the Talladega gypsy tents to buy like two shirts that are probably worth like $250 on the internet. So that's a massive dump. Uh, $10 that you could use for betting for DFS, $10 that you could use to just send to Dale or, or me just because you love us. I would it, say hold on to it until April and spend that $10 on a stripper on Talladega Boulevard and lick boom. some some whipped cream off of some titties or something. You might get sick and possibly catch a venereal disease, but <laughs> You know, that's your choice. And that's that's a ten dollar investment right there. It could be kind of 10 seconds worth of fun. That's right. We just save you ten dollars. That's what we do. And, and you, you have to eat at Hooters because it's the best restaurant in the on the planet. All right. It's the restaurant of restaurants. And uh, October 4th was Hooters birthday. So you should have said happy birthday to Hooters. If you follow us on social media, you saw that you had no excuse not to. So you now you have to make up for it if you didn't tell them happy birthday and use promo code garage guys and go order from Hooters. Uh, but but that's not all. There's some fine print. Valid at participating locations for delivery and carry out orders only. Save yourself some ten dollars, people. Ten bucks. You can use it for whatever. I'm I'll personally I, I don't mess with strippers, but hey, it's Talladega. I'm not gonna blame you if you did. All right. It's Taiga. What happens at Dega stays at Dega. Amen. Amen Sometimes. to that one. Sometimes. It's a testament. But uh, we were we were sitting, uh, we were hanging out. I think it was with a uh, shout out to Brad Perez and Moonhead. They were they were chilling with us really early on at the uh, the Hooters Tailgreeter Garage Guys Dega tailgate. Um, and so we were kind of just sitting around watching the race. And then I uh, think that they pretty much called the race. Brandon Brown got his first win. So it was a Saturday with two first time winners for both series so that was pretty unbelievable and i remember sitting by you we were enjoying some tasty hooters wings um and we were oh, sitting dude, there was fucking crushing it yeah crushing it beautiful remember that, that there was one guy i think that literally like ate his entire weight in uh chicken wings that night dude, big baby scumbag i swear got five plates of wings like him and <laughs> literally every time I looked over, he was he had a new plate of every single wing. Like there and there was like six different flavors. I swear he ate forty wings in like a two hour span. I want to see Hooters wings. Loves Hooters wings. I, I mean, it, you, it's hard not to love Hooters wings. I just want to see that one guy that's in that picture on our Instagram page. Uh, I want to see him versus Big Baby in a wing eating contest because I feel like that would be like hmm. like mass destruction of food. Yeah, absolutely. You're so not wrong. 
we were uh we were sitting there this was way before that well ba- baby was eating during this time but brandon brown won the race um i, I sent you a yeah. very interesting photo today this morning uh and talk a little bit where you were obviously a big fan of hey arnold or else you wouldn't have lol'd uh brandon brown has a very unique look to him he really has this eugene thing going on um I, I don't know if you guys remember Eugene or not, but just take a second to Google Hey Arnold Eugene and tell me if that does not remind you of Brandon Brown it and does. Victory Lane. It does kind of look like him. That's pretty funny. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. Boy, look like a Eugene. So anyway, that was that was funny. There was all kinds of other stuff that was going on as well. And that's when the party really kicked up. We think we had we had just a ton of just like incredible, like incredibly dressed Dega dudes uh, and chicks rolling up. Uh, the jorts were in full effect. I mean, it was just, it was th- thoroughly a Dega style event. And everyone knows that at Talladega, you've got a really good mix of like people that are genuinely just hard pressed, just like jort wearing uh, sleeves, cut off, loving hard pressed, like rednecks from the woods. And then you also have your guys that just just to get really into character and the spirit of Dega just embodies them and carries them through the weekend that are also NASCAR fans. So you never really can tell what who's really like, you know, about the life every day, like hard pressed or who's like about the life for the weekend and then back to normal. But regardless Having uh, the the crowd that we did, uh, some people were over there. I'm sure they were sweating some college football bets. Um, a, lot, a lot of the Mississippi State boys come out all all the time. Yeah, those guys they uh, they showed up in full force. They uh, it's a cap of cigs. Uh, they do like a retreat every fall. Dega uh, went to Mississippi State, so I always knew about it. And um, they send a bunch of people down there, so they had a big crowd that uh, that that came and filled out. The party had the Mississippi State game on too, and it was a good time, man. Really good time. A lot of good people we met, and uh, yeah, like you said, shout out to Tailgater, dude. They they had it going on, and they had a great setup. Uh, pretty cool. They're gonna be on Josh Balicki's car in like a three race deal. Yeah. Uh, saw that news come out. I'm, sh- I'm sure you've seen it already, but um, they got it going on right now, man. They're 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 heavy into NASCAR now. They love it. They absolutely love the vibe. And they're uh, they're killing it right now with the party with the party scene too. So and obviously, yeah, Hooters Hooters came out there, catered, brought a couple couple people on the line, uh, serving wings, a couple Hooters girls, one of their social media managers. Uh, they were awesome. They were awesome. They were polite to everybody, treated everybody great, uh, provided excellent service for all the race fans out there. So it was a super cool event. I'm hoping we can do something like that again sometime soon. So. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. Loved it. Loved every bit of it. It'll definitely be around uh, for sure. So we did that. And then um, obviously we weren't at the race today, but we we talked a little bit about how the race played out. I think this, the story of the weekend is just Bubba. He finally got it done. We've already pretty much recapped. Everybody knows that. And there's going to be so much press over the next few weeks of Bubba. I mean, first African-American driver since Wendell Scott to win, who recently his family got their trophy for that because I don't think back in those days uh, they, they weren't, you know, he wasn't allowed to celebrate a victory, which is, it sucks because I'm just glad that I didn't grow up in that era because I would have been one of those outspoken white dudes that probably like just got jumped by like a mob of racist fucks. 
So, uh, and I would have been yeah, okay was, with that. That was a shitty time, man. It was like it was like considered normal to be racist. I mean, I, I'm with you. I'm glad I didn't grow up in that era because uh, guys like Wendell Scott and other people of color who try to pursue racing careers really got fucked. I mean, they had to work ten times as hard as as uh, a, a white man did to be able to get into the sport. And once you get into the sport, I mean, even having an, an opportunity to get a capable ride. Uh, so, yeah, Wendell Scott is a legend of the sport. He uh, That win he had was in 1963. So, I mean, that is in, that is such a long time ago. Yeah. So, I mean, we it cannot be overstated enough how big of a win this is uh, for, for Bubba Wallace and uh, everything he's advocated for over the past year and a half. Uh, he, he's got a whole fan base behind him. He, he's uplifting a lot of people and trying to change the game in NASCAR, providing new diversification uh, with people of color getting involved in the sport. And it's a, it's a good sign, man. I'm happy to see him win because uh, when he wins, everybody wins, man. Damn right, dude. Damn right. And, and it's, uh, it's going to be awesome to see it going forward. Like I remember in the beginning of the year, like I think we were talking about Bubba and 23 XI I mean, you, I remember you saying that he's going to get his first win at a super speedway. I said Martinsville. And then I remember on this last preview show we did, we actually had a clip where we were doing place differential potential, which you have titled a song now. So that's, we're, we're going to make yeah. that song. It's going to be real. And, uh, and you, you know, we even talked about it there. Like I was saying, like, you know, at first I thought it was Martinsville and now I, it definitely makes a lot more sense for why this would be what it is. He finished second in the Coke 600, uh, right behind Blaney. And then he just kind of carried that over. And for all the people out there that are, that are talking shit, which is mainly on Facebook, mainly the boomers, uh, and the old racist fans that are on their way out quickly out the door for, of NASCAR, um, they're all bitching about how it was a rain out. I, I've seen some things, man. I logged into Facebook just out of curiosity just to see. Like, I just wanted to check comments and see stuff. And it's, it is exactly what you think it would be. Um, there, there were people saying stuff. If, if winning a race under, uh, if winning a race before a caution when rain comes is so easy, how come Danica never got a win? You know, they were saying things like that. And there were uh, this one guy was saying, I've been a fan for 70 years, no more. And like this guy's like, because Bubba won, like with a question mark, it's so it's embarrassing. It is embarrassing. And if you're one of those fans, like I encourage you to go and watch uh, some guys race lawnmowers somewhere in uh, but fuck America in their yeah. backyards. Uh, I'm not surprised to hear that, man. And and the last thing I just said, these people don't even realize it, but I mean, we realize it when, it, when Bubba Wallace wins, it is a win for everybody because we need, I mean, the sport of NASCAR itself needs to diversify in order to survive. We're not going to survive off all these, these white boomers, you know? Yeah. So like, I mean, it's hilarious to me. Like they let them go, dude, let them go. Uh, yeah. We, we, NASCAR's had these initiatives going for a while now, the drive for diversity, um, trying to get more people of color involved in racing. I think they're doing an excellent job getting people of color race fans involved, coming down to the pits and in the garage area. Alvin Kamara is doing an excellent job at his position. Uh, same kind of deal with fan engagement and, and uh, ways and opportunities they can bring 
uh, more people of color out to races. And when if Bubba Wallace succeeds, it only helps. You know, it only helps, and everybody should be happy about it. It's yeah. sad as fuck that there's people out there that look at it like, you know, what's happened to my sport kind of mentality. Yeah. Like, like, it's so fucked, and it's so stupid. It's and laughable it, almost, though. The man. rain deal is also incredibly dumb because it's just people reaching to find, uh, like, the excuse. Like, people would say, Bubba Wallace will never win a race. And now they're saying, okay, well, Bubba Wallace will never win a race again. Like, it's just going to keep going no matter yeah. what. He just I got hope he wins haters. a shit ton of races now just because it's going to be hilarious to watch. Yeah. But for one, he definitely won this. I, so he went from like 20th. I think he was like in the back of the pack. He, he runs up because like what happened was is they hit the radio and they let him know that like, OK, rain's coming. Everyone just turned it on. And yeah, the racing frantic. started. It was awesome. They did a great job, like not wrecking, like. There was not a big one in that race, which was super impressive. I mean, it was it was very skillful drive, skillful driving. Everybody was holding on to it. Everybody was just bumper to bumper shoving. I mean, shoving the shit out of each other. And he went from 18th to the lead in about, I mean, a 10 lap span basically. And then um, that that small wreck with Priest, Byron, and Benedetto happened, and that was the end of the race. But as far as rain shortened races go, okay. Jeff Gordon has won a rain shortened race five times. Okay. Yeah. Jeff Gordon is one of the greatest of all time. Daryl Waltrip, one of the greatest of all time, has four rain shortened wins. Uh, Rusty Wallace has won rain shortened races. Tony Stewart, Kurt Busch, uh, fuck Kelly Arborough. I mean, everybody has Chase so, Elliott like, uh, in Austin. Argument. Yeah, exactly. And a lot of guys got their first wins from rain shortened races like. Joey Logano is a great example. His first ever win was a rain-shortened race. Uh, Justin so, Haley. Yeah, Justin Haley. You know, I mean, it's it's just a product of the sport, and, and it happens. And it doesn't, to me, it does. I mean, the Justin Haley one was a little bit different because the circumstances were slightly different than what we see at other places. Right. Um, but for the most part, it's not, it's not something that just diminishes skill because Bubba absolutely earned it. Uh, he got up there with Kurt Busch and got shoved all the way up there when Kurt Kurt then took the lead. And then uh, Bubba came up on the outside and grabbed it back and held off Logano and Keselowski. He held off two strong Penske cars that have dominated this race. Yeah, he and, did, man. And he, he, he was leading when the wreck happened. And like we said, man, he earned it. I'm just not He gonna, was throwing it, blocks. He was he, throwing he, the blocks. And that's the thing. He, it, People want to say all this shit about that he didn't he didn't earn it he didn't deserve it like he's not that good. The guy has proven to be a good restrictor plate super speedway racer. We talked about it in the preview show. Why would we have picked him? You know the statistics are there. The guys run second the Daytona 500. He's led a bunch of laps. He's got a solid uh, cumulative average finish between Daytona and Talladega. I mean he's he's in a way he's a guy that's been you know I won't I wouldn't say knocking on the door but close to knocking on the door. Yeah. And, you know, it's not – it definitely was not out of reach to pick somebody like Bubba Wallace. So I think on most books, what you grab him at, like, 2,500, 2,700. 27. So, you know, I mean, there's probably 15 guys that were worse odds than he was. So, oh, yeah. I mean, it. it's – and regarding the betting side, it's awesome. I mean, it sucks for me because I didn't bet him, but – you know, but dude, but this is the beauty of it. Crazy good value. There were a lot of people. You, you obviously you had it, and there's other people in our Discord that had it. And I yeah, saw people we had on a Twitter few that winners. The I beauty mean, the of it is this, though, sick, dude. There, uh, like, gonna... there's no losers in this except for the fucking 
like there's some people that probably just don't like Bubba because they don't like him. And then there's a fuck ton of people that don't like him because of the all the political shit that they make up in their heads. And, you know, the also just like just general hate of black people. So it's just very unjustifiable why people are complaining. Look, th- look this is the beauty of it. And I, and I agree with all that. The beauty of this is, is that spring race Talladega was brutal. I had to Benedetto. He couldn't throw blocks like that. Okay, I lost. You had Kez, one big money. All right, this this Talladega race this is my first Talladega race where I've had a, a to win bet hit, and it's exciting as shit. So collectively, we uh, we we dominated Dega. All right, this year, and yeah, aside from that, uh, we we're we're the we're the best at what we fucking do. You literally had Kez. We both had Logano. And then I had Bubba. That's right there. Top three every week, every week in the garage fam knows it. And everyone that we're meeting along the way at these tracks every every weekend is, is coming to understand. Now, we there's a reason that we are good at what we do, because all of our picks, we either we either win a race. One of us either wins or we are right there in second or third place almost every week. It's really fucking yeah, incredible right. when you look at yeah, what we've done. It is, and we need to – I want to put a whole uh, sheet together on how many times we've accomplished that because I know several times this year, especially in trucks, uh, I've had multiple times where I picked first and second place. But I've I've known the Cup Series, I've had a lot of guys finish second where I didn't have the winner. Like, it has happened a lot. I'm sure you could say the same. So, um, yeah, our accuracy is really good on on picking these guys uh, who we know are going to run up front. And Talladega, man. I mean, Daytona and Talladega are the hardest ones. And, you know, I've I, Daytona, I didn't get cut, but I got Xfinity. I got trucks. Um, and then Talladega went one for two on cup. Uh, got killed on Xfinity and trucks. So, I mean, it's Dega, these super speedways are so hard to predict. And uh, the fact that one of us did hit was huge. And uh, in the preview show, the, th- the four drivers we talked about, Bubba Wallace, uh, William Byron, Eric Jones and Joey Logano. Eric Jones, Joey Logano, Bubba Wallace, all were very good plays. Uh, if you had them in your lineups and you had other guys that maintained, you had to have won money. Uh, William Byron was the one that was a killer. But, you know, what are you going to do? He got he got involved in a wreck. That wasn't his fault. It happens. It's just part of the product of racing. But to get three out of four guys, you know, that, that placed really strong in DFS – uh, at Talladega, that's very difficult, you know. Yeah. So, a lot so, of uh, so yeah, fuck, well. fuck that guy in the comments on YouTube. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna pat ourselves on the back, yeah. Um, excuse me, yeah. So, what was that guy's name, Eric? Was I think Eric? so, Eric. Yeah, we, okay, we're, we're well, a good I show. Though, I do need to give him some credit in one way because he said, like, he did love the show, like, yeah. he was like, this is cool, but he did what I do hate. Um, yeah, I'm all, you know, we're all about the culture. We're all about having fun, dicking around, but I'm a serious better, man. I mean, before this week, I was at like plus 77 units. I'll probably be somewhere in the 60s now, but I'm a legitimate better. And he was trying to de, de- uh, legitimate, what's he legitimize because yeah. he probably didn't watch the whole yeah, fucking I'm show. Still hung over, still hung over, and it's like <laughs> Monday night, but Broken. um. No, he, he, he tried to basically just say that we weren't serious betters just because we have uh, we kind of brought the personality out with Big Baby with us. And turns out, you know, three of our four picks were on the money. So 
it, it's know. not our fault that we're we're it actually maybe it is our fault that we're turning the uh the the betting and dfs world on its head with our style of content but uh we we appreciate you listening to this right now and yeah, thanks, uh and you know what we're, we're, we're pretty fucking humble show. about it so it's okay like, like i'm gonna pat myself on the back i mean it's hard to do super speedway races but yeah when people say things like that it's just because it lets you know that that what we're doing is different and there, there's definitely people out there that love it. We, we're not only attracting serious betters and DFS players, we're attracting common fans and people that don't even like NASCAR that love it now. And like, that's what we're out here for is because it's something Dale and I both love and, and we grew up with racing and we're just finding a way to just to bring that, that style of it back. And we appreciate everybody in the garage fam that's helping us on that journey. And we're doing it through something that's awesome. Cause when you have skin in the game on anything, it's going to be 10 times more entertaining and 10 times more just like real and emotional. So it's, yeah. uh, it's incredible. Speaking of skin in the game, um, the Deladega drive to survive presented by Hooters was a blast. Yes. Uh, if you're going to listen to this tomorrow morning and you're probably questioning like, hey, like, when are we doing, you know, when, when is all the money going to be distributed, prize packages? It's going to start tomorrow uh, or, well, you'll, you'll listen to this and it would be today. So on Tuesday, I'm going to start getting everything together, uh, doing a bunch of videos, announcing the Hooters prize pack drawings to everybody who's eligible. Uh, we'll be getting that out. Everybody who wins, I'll DM you, send me your address. Hooters will personally email or not email. They will mail you physically everything that you need uh that you won in that prize pack if you do win and obviously uh me me or chase will pay you money through venmo paypal or cash app just depending on uh what method works best for you so all that shit's about to go down on tuesday and go out go throughout the rest of the week i'm excited man it was super fun dude it was really cool and it was a perfect perfect weekend for it because of the unpredictable winners, man, the unpredictable winners, the unpredictable last place finishers. It was perfect. I really thought it was perfect. We're going to go big for the Daytona 500. I've got some, uh, definitely got some criticism and uh, some advice on what to do better from you guys in the discord and some from other people on Twitter. So I'm definitely taking that uh, to heart and going to make some better changes and, um, if we have Hooters for the Daytona 500, try to get, get them involved again. Um, it's going to be great. The Daytona 500 is going to be fucking awesome. We're going to have a billion people involved in the next one. So yeah, big thanks to Hooters, man. Hooters just threw King. everything out there for us, man. They put so much on the line here, and I cannot thank them enough for everything they put out to give to you guys. I mean, they these people legitimately care about racing, uh, the entire community as a whole. I mean, they fucking love this shit. And we we cannot do what we do without them right now, man. They're absolutely Amen. lighting it up, lighting it up right now. So if you get to, we talked about Hooters' birthday, October 4th. Tell them happy birthday again. Just tell them happy birthday and thank you because they're doing a lot for us right now, man. They're fucking killing it. That's, That's all it. Huge, huge supporters of the Garage fam. So be sure to thank them for that um and and just we love you we love you hooters so before before we go i just want, want to do a quick recap of the uh the playoff standing so obviously denny hamlin right there in the in the tippy top you got larson in second logano third kez fourth truex fifth blaney sixth elliot seventh and bush eighth on the cutoff line on the bubble going into the roval okay 
Harvick, Bell, Byron, Bowman. Things have changed, Dale. And uh, I, I know that uh, we'll probably see some uh, possibly good percentage chance that we'll see an increase in Chase Elliott's points going into the Roval. Um, but uh, some some guys like uh, like K Harv and uh, and Willie B and Bowman, man, it, it's looking pretty grim here yeah. towards the end. It's gonna, dude. Uh, I love this is the part of the playoffs I love because the Roval is always really exciting. Uh, the points crunch at the end of these races, like these cutoff races, especially when it gets closer to the championship four, is always so entertaining. Um, I would not be surprised if nothing changed and how it is. Uh, William Byron and Alex Bowman are absolutely in must-win situations. You can probably go ahead and pin Bell pretty close to that, too. Harvick can point his way in if one driver has a problem. If one driver in that top eight has a problem, which, by the way, Denny Hamlin's the only guy that's safe. I think yeah. Kyle Larson only has, like, a 20-point advantage after he crashed today. Or, yeah, today, yesterday, whatever right. the fuck. 22 points. Yeah, I mean, he could fall out. He could finish. He could blow an engine and finish last, and he's done. So no one is safe. That's the craziest part right now is no one is safe except for Denny Hamlin because he got that one in Vegas. So uh, I think the playoff picture can be entertaining. People are going to be taking gambles uh, and and just being desperate to try to make things happen there. Um, It's not the best place for Harvick. It's not the best place for Byron or Bowman. Uh, Bowman has had some solid runs there, but like we said, you know, he's got to win to get in. Byron's got to win. It's going to be hard to beat Chase Elliott. I think Kyle Busch will be really strong. It's not a good Kevin Harvick track. I'm really not sure what to expect about or with Christopher Bell. He's been pretty strong on the road courses this year. So I think he's the one I like out of all four of the ones on the bubble, though, is Bell. I feel like because of the road course win that he has earlier, he's he's shown a little bit of promise with possibly doing that. And that's something I never thought I'd see out of Bell. Yeah, he um, and he was really strong at Road America, finished second to Elliott. Uh, Watkins Glen, I think he ran somewhere in the top 10. I think he had, he had top five speed that race. Uh, I think he finished, he may have finished up in the top five. I could be wrong there, but their road course program has been really solid for a uh, C belt. So I, I could definitely see him having a good run. The Roval has been a little crazy though. The Roval has been a, a little bit more different on, uh, regarding like unpre- the unpredictability factor. Um, been a lot of random wrecks that have happened. A lot of crazy finishes. Uh, Chase Elliott last year smokes the wall on a restart, head on into the wall, recovers, comes all the way back and still wins. I mean, it's going to be fun, man. I can't wait for it. It's going to be. If we got a random call to go to the Roval this week. Would would you go? Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, I, I think I would. I think I would. But right. there, there would have to be. I mean, you know, there would have to be a lot that would happen for us to be able to go to that. But so I would, I really would, because I've never been to, I've never been to Charlotte. Um, I've never been to the Coke 600. I've never been to the Speedway. So, wow. yeah, I mean, I, I know that would be a fun race to go to, no doubt. Yeah, the, the Roval is great. I definitely got to get you out there. We're going to figure out a way. Garage fam, let's all work together. Uh, to We're, we're going to figure out a way to get to Charlotte. All right, and if we don't, we're just going to watch it on TV, and it'll be okay. All right, so – that's uh that that's about it though. I say that's a show. Uh, we appreciate you listening again. Don't forget, go over to Hooters promo code Garage Guys. Save ten dollars off any order, thirty dollars or more. Valid at participating locations for delivery or carryout orders only. And uh, I guess that's uh that's a wrap. Dega, that's Dega. Time wait, for wait, wait. We got we got. There's one thing we didn't touch on that we have to say. Yeah. 
big shout out to McDonald's. Okay. McDonald's, the curse is broken. McDonald's has not won a cup race, like as a sponsor, primary sponsor of a car, has not won a cup race since Jimmy Spencer in 1994 until today. Wow. Big time. The curse is broken for McDonald's because Bubba Wallace did it. I might go get me a Big Mac or a double quarter pounder or some shit like that because it's pretty cool. I'll their just fountain drinks that. hit hard too. Their, their fountain drinks are delicious. So yeah, I just thought that's a really cool nugget out of the weekend, man. Like I like what you did there with nugget. There you go. Boom, they yeah. did have some good chicken Big nuggets. But I eat a lot of Hooters now, and so do you. Oh, so. yeah, for sure. I, I just a cool thing because McDonald's has been a longtime sponsor. And that is um, cool as them, shit. To see them get back into victory lane is, is badass. I mean, that is crazy that it's been that long. I mean, we're talking 27 years for a team or for a sponsor that's literally has never left. They've been you around. You would have thought Awesome Bill would have done it. You Dude, know, when Bill Elliott was in that 94 car was cool. But when he went off and did his own team, uh, he was terrible. They were so bad in that 94 car. He it went off and, and did his own team, and he didn't win a race for like eight years, dude. So Terrible. I don't know if you knew that or not, but that he had an unbelievable drought. Well, hopefully McDonald's brings back toy NASCARs again for the children because I'm, I'm pretty certain that if I never would have got the Mac Tonight Bill Elliott car in my Happy Meal as a child, I may not be as, as a big of a NASCAR fan as I am today. May not have go. been. Yeah, no, that's it was something beautiful. And we, uh, we need, uh, hopefully, though, with the success of Bubba Wallace, maybe they'll bring that shit back, dude. I mean, I think something like that would, he's got a lot of fans. He's got a lot of diehard fans that would go to McDonald's just to get that kind of shit. Just like well, he's get a meal is gone. coming. He's going to have KFC. A dude, I went to KFC as a kid just to get the Dale Jr. bucket. And I still, right. I'm looking at it right now. Like the Dale Jr. KFC bucket is like one of my favorite possessions. It's there. Like, that shit that shit hits hard, dude. That shit hits hard. People love it. Well, Bring it back, McDonald's. We're counting on you. That's it. Travis Scott, Bubba Wallace, they're both going to have meals on the menu. That's guaranteed. Uh, and then one final thing, I guess we can say that we that we almost didn't mention. There's going to be a, a pretty cool YouTube video coming out in a few weeks. Uh, a huge shout out to, uh, to Andrew Callahan, Channel 5 News on YouTube. Uh, coming out to Dega to film the rowdiness and the wildness, uh, we got to sit down and uh, and, and do a little do a little interview with uh, with Andrew talking about NASCAR and just kind of uh, kind of kind of talking about Talladega and what Talladega is and and what NASCAR is. So uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty uh pretty insane, pretty cool. Yeah, so we can't wait. Dude, super cool guy, all gas no brakes. Been to Talladega before. He loves that place, and uh, I mean I, I I can't blame him. Formerly all gas, no brakes, by the way. He is channel five now. Uh, All gas, no brakes did some some crooked shit. So he is now just channel five, by the way. Did not. Okay. Did not know that. Thank you for telling me. Breaking news. Yeah, channel five. Yeah. I knew it was channel five, but I'd seen a lot of his videos under the name of all gas, no brakes. So that's what that was a premise of that. But super good, dude. Him and his, his, his guys are really fucking cool. Uh, they love Talladega, dude. They love Dega, and I can't blame them. It's a fucking yeah. – it's unlike anything you'll ever uh, experience in your life. And if you That's haven't it. gone, you got to go. We'll we're going to get 
we're going to get him to an Indy 500 next. I have a really good feeling. Yeah, I was talking with Big Baby about that, dude. I was like, Big Baby, like, you got to go to Indy 500. No question about it. We got to get Big Baby to perform in the snake pit. That's yeah. like big time goal. Big That's time the goal next right move. It could happen. Your whole garage fam will be there. Garage fam, you're listening to this right now. We're just going to find a way just to have a section for the garage fam at almost every race we go to in the future because we love you and we appreciate you. So don't forget to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. Uh, check us out on YouTube and everywhere else. You know what to do. I'm at Garage Guy Chase. Dale's at Dale Tanhart everywhere. But uh, we'll go ahead. We'll, we'll cut it there. It's been good. Uh, let's have a fucking awesome week and get ready for some Charlotte Roval. Uh, any, any last words, Dale? This is Dale Adega, baby. That's all it is. Dale Adega. Boom, boom. Sports, profit, repeat. It's the garage, guys. 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 It's the garage, guys.